everyone, my name is Jordan, and welcome to the Fandom Optimists, the show where we love content, and we love when it brings us together. This week in fandom, The Batman premiered in theaters. We'll have a full-length discussion about this on the show next week, but I wanted to give a few quick thoughts that are completely spoiler-free this week. Uh, so, in general, I thought it was really good. I don't think it's the best movie about Batman, but, like, I would still say um, The Dark Knight and Batman Begins, to me, are probably better Batman movies, partly because of length and focus of the the story, and I just find those movies more enjoyable overall, but this movie, The Batman, is the closest I've ever had a movie feel to reading a Batman comic book. This is peak comic book Batman storytelling, the world's greatest detective, and this movie is a three-hour detective crime story with Batman. And it's very cool. Uh, I, would, I would best describe it as... It's got some slow parts, but the beginning and end are utterly spectacular. I really like what Robert Pattinson has done with the role. Uh, I, I've loved everyone. This Zoe Kravitz is great. Andy Serkis is great. Um, John Turturro is, is in this as Falcone or Falcone, depending on which Earth you're looking at. And he did, he did well enough. Uh, I do think that there are some... I'll get more into this next week. But there's a plot line or two, mostly just one, that I feel could have been cut from the movie, partly for time. I didn't really hate the plot line. I didn't think it was poorly done or anything. I thought everything in this movie was reasonably interesting. But... You feel the three hours of this movie, and that's the only, that's really the only negative thing I'm going to say about it, is that you really feel the three hours. This isn't like uh, Endgame, where that three hours just breezes by. This is a methodical detective story that draws out for three hours, but it's a very good methodical detective story, so, you know, there's a small chance that I was in the wrong mood uh, to be watching this, I was a little distracted, and, um, it was a bit late, I don't know, I go to bed early, so I was getting pretty tired by the end of it, partly just because it is so long, but overall, I thought it was great, I will be seeing it again, they, no, I won't say that, <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything that could even mildly be considered a spoiler. Oh yeah, Jeffrey Wright, phenomenal as Gordon. Uh just awesome. This this dude feels like he walked out of a comic book with the the personality of Detective Jim Gordon. And Colin Farrell is unrecognizable as the penguin. He has some sort of De Niro-esque mannerisms in there where I was like, man, you could have convinced me if this were 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that De Niro was playing this role with some prosthetics. Granted, with the amount of prosthetics they did, 
you could have convinced me anyone played this role because it sure as hell doesn't look like Colin Farrell. Also, uh, the Riddler um, is pretty spectacular, played by Paul Dano, I believe it's pronounced. And he does, that, that is another thing that I'll, I'll say a, a, a mild criticism, is that that dude is a phenomenal actor, and he gets like one or two scenes at most without that mask on. Which I, I don't consider that a spoiler. You, you've seen the trailers, you know there's a lot of that mask. It's, and it's a spooky performance. I mean, he really, he nails it even when he's wearing the mask. Uh, nothing against the, the performance, but it's, it's a Willem Dafoe situation with the 2002 Spider-Man movie. I, I wish, I wish you had not covered up your ridiculously talented and ludicrously, uh, detailed performance and covered it up with a mask for most of the movie. Uh, that's a, that's a misstep, I think. Oddly, I can't say the same thing about Batman. Because he he does spend most of this movie in the mask. There's not a whole lot of Bruce Wayne time. I've seen people complaining about that. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, you know, you watch any Batman animated thing. It's, if you do it right, you don't need to show the constant dichotomy of trying to live as Bruce Wayne and Batman. That's not what this story's about. And it doesn't have to be. Batman stories can be cool with just Batman. They can also be cool with mostly just Bruce. If you tell it right, you tell it right. That's that's my stance. There's no there's no checklist that I'm keeping track of to determine whether or not this is a good Batman movie. If I enjoy a story, I enjoy it. And I almost always enjoy a story, hence the name of the show. But... I, I do think that there will be people who are upset uh, that it's very long. There are some... I don't want to use the word boring. Boring is... Uh, it's not the word I'm looking for here. But there are some slow and methodically paced sections that will throw some people for a loop. Uh, particularly people expecting, you know, wall-to-wall -wall action superhero movie. Uh, this is, this has a slower pace than most of them. Parts of the pacing reminded me a bit of Logan. I'm not saying that the, uh, the weight of the story carries the same gravitas as Logan, but some of the pacing choices and the quiet moments and, uh, some really interesting directorial decisions on when to hold on something or when to devote a solid minute to a character slowly walking forward. It works. It works very well, in my opinion. Uh, but don't watch it when you're tired. That's my best advice I can give. This is definitely worth seeing in theaters. So I guess that's, that's what I'm really getting at here. That's what you listen to non-spoiler reviews to determine. If, if you're on the fence, buy the ticket. This is worth it. But don't see it if you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to be paying attention to this story. It's detailed. Um gosh, yeah. 
I think that's everything that I can say without getting into the actual plot. This is a great portrayal of Catwoman. I, I can say that. Uh, I really, I think that this, much like the rest of the movie, feels just like reading a, a current Batman comic book. I'm like, yep, that's, that's Selina. That's how she acts. That's exactly the vibe that, that, that I wanted them to go for. And they got it. Yeah, I think that I think that'll do it for me today, because I don't want to accidentally get into any any plot points. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about it. Uh, we'll be bringing Thomas back to the show next week, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, until next time, y'all. Uh, please uh, give us a follow, give us a like, uh, leave us a review, anything you can do on whichever. Uh, podcasting platform you may be listening to this on. You can always follow us on Twitter at Fandom Optimists. We would appreciate it a lot. We put up polls there about what we might cover or just little questions that we want to get your input on. If you comment under our polls, we will read it on the show. So that's an easy way for you to interact with us. Until next time, Never apologize for loving your fandom and try to stay optimistic. I will see you guys next week with a much more detailed review of the Batman. <laughs>